Welcome Walnut. I'm Lara, but you can call me Laz, your host for Walnut Wednesday. This is your reminder to be brave, be yourself, and know that you can make the world a better place just by what you decide today. Here, I'm going to share my weekly walnutings with you on a Wednesday. Hey, Walnut, it is me, Laz, here for another episode of Walnut Wednesday. And she's back and beautiful and bold and sexy. We have Kate back with us. Welcome, Kate. Thank you very much. In the same time zone. (laughs) I know. So Walnut Kate is in New Zealand with me. Well, not with me in in right now, the second, but same time zone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kate, do you want to just give a very, very brief um, overview of who you are? in case there is a walnut listening that hasn't met you before. Sure. So Laura's best friend, met her at uni. Um, I work in film production as a producer and director, and I've been in London for eight years. And I've been, yeah, I'm back at the moment, visiting family, friends, of course, and actually had a premiere screening of a short documentary I directed where the tracks lead in the Roxy in Wellington, which was a really awesome thing to experience and to have people experience and to share with Lara, who was there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm yet to... um... Walnut, I'm going to do a solo episode on like thoughts and feelings about this, but we can touch on it a little bit, Kate. But that was so fun. It <laughs> was it so, was... so fun. I was like lit up on fire um, after coming home from that. So, um, yeah, Walnut, I will talk about that with you separately, but we can chat a little bit about it with Kate um, on this episode as well. Um, but Walnut, what Kate and I sort of wanted to, well, what I wanted to discuss with Kate. <laughs> Um, was we we had our sort of and they're not annual but every time Kate and I are sort of in this in the same time zone we tend to do a little getaway wherever we are and um, it was had been three years right so um, we had planned um, a little trip down to Blenheim which is right at the top of the South Island um, of New Zealand and we basically just came we were Kate you can probably elaborate on this a little bit better but we were both just kind of a bit it was a bit razzle dazzle frazzle dazzle rather than razzle Mm -hmm. um we were both sort of in places of like oh there's so much going on and then it just kind of like organically even in the planning process right organically just happened and when we were there that same trend just followed right we just it just rolled and I would like to just sort of like pick that apart a little bit with you today Kate so um yeah do you remember back when we were organizing it and how you were feeling do you want to chat to that a bit yeah because I find it hard to juggle too many things well basically if I've got work or stuff in front of me it's sort of I am a little bit if it's out of sight it's out of mind so I really struggle to think about things or like organize with other people get myself in the right headspace so Forcing it doesn't work, you know, so you yeah. have to make plans. Things don't magically happen. But what was great is sometimes you were feeling the same, like a bit busy or like we just weren't at, at a certain point. We knew we would do a trip that was a hundred percent going to happen, but it was like, how many days do we want it to be active? Do we want it to be, you know, cultural, you know, we were spitballing these things and you kind of said like, it'll come to us. It'll come yeah. to us. And 
it's so hard to not think you have to force it when I've been away for so long. We haven't seen each other in so long, like to kind of overthink or, or, or even like freak out about plans. And so it yeah. was great when we sort of both came to the conclusion that like, let's just make this relaxing. Let's just make it like, you don't have to have accomplished some big feat of walking or a sight to see. Maybe we just want to drink wine somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. And we even had that from um, like outside perspectives too. When I kind of, when we, the kind of idea of, that kind of air, that Marlborough area kind of came up it was like oh you could hire a car and then drive here stay there for one night and do this and then do a winery there and then and it just felt even that in itself felt like so much and I had so many people saying Blenheim's boring <laughs> Blenheim's boring but actually it was the most perfect location destination itinerary for us at that time because yeah. we basically sometimes um, and both you and I do have this a lot you can kind of over plan and try and like yeah. also also like when you're when you're traveling in general you're just like oh I just want to make the most of and make sure I hit these bucket list spots right but we really like gave that masculine agenda to it to just relax at the same time yeah and I mean barely gave an agenda to it. I think that was the thing is we're planners we travelers too so again you know like you kind of almost know too well what you can do. So you feel like you should. It's like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And it's sometimes hard to just go like, well, it's not a waste to go get a nice hotel somewhere else and literally just see vineyards and like yeah. restaurants. Um, and people, like you say, making comments. And it's like, I think you're projecting what you would want to do on a trip. Because I think we're absolutely happy with what we've chosen to do. Like, yeah. but it helps when you've got each other to like remind each other of that. Like when you told me that, I was like, no, I don't want you to have to drive because I don't drive. And you've done so many, we've done quite a few trips over the years. And like, you've always, you know, been up for a road trip and we've had fun with that. But it just felt like not this time. Let's not sacrifice any of our limited time together to like, annoying logistics so we did yeah. like the flight was the nearby airport and like meant we weren't spending a lot of time in transit and the time we were we enjoyed yeah. like the hotel was in the center and it was a nice one with like a hot tub and a sauna so like <laughs> we could enjoy the hotel not always feel like we had to be out and doing all the things like and the more we like gave into what we wanted the more things seemed to just work out for us eh? Yeah, it was crazy walnut. So like even on arrival, we couldn't, we weren't able to, don't get me started on our chicken experience, but we, we had, we had time to cook because we arrived at about 10 a.m. or something and chicken was not being bent for us in the slightest. Um, So we had to go out and we were able to leave our bags, which was, wow, that, that's uh, amazing. Um. But we had to head out and we ended up at a little sort of, I don't know, it's not even, wasn't really a restaurant kind of, it was like a, not roof, sporty bar, like it wasn't even a yeah. What was that? Anyway. If I was being fancy, I would say bistro. A bistro. That's what, it, what was it called again? Do you remember what it was called? It was called something like that, wasn't it? Maybe. And again, yeah. it was it was sort of like that. Should we go here? The first place we saw, should we go here? And yeah I mean and then we kept walking and we kept like and then we just stumbled across this oh let's check this out upstairs ended up 
selling mimosas, ended up having like a breakfast burger, and we just literally basked there for hours. And I think that brought up the theme of our trip, which was just to bask. And like like you say, Kate, to just really embrace that feeling of like, oh, let's just see let's just it will come it will happen you know like we're here it will happen um which was just so beautiful and I love that the trip started that way even from point a which was the organization in the first place so we just kind of carried on with that um theme do you have a favorite like moment that you'd like to share I mean, that's so hard because like, I really loved, no, I loved, I loved like us deciding to crack into the like wine from the mini bar. I liked when we had (laughs) mimosas basically naked in the hotel room before we went on wine tours. I loved the wine tour. Um, But I do love how that more we gave into things, the more it seemed to work out. So like, for example, that we noticed at our hotel, there was a little pop-up clothes shop and I was like oh I shouldn't look or whatever and you had to look and we ended up getting matching dresses I mean different colors were not that much yet um but like you know and it just made us even feel a little special little like new dress on for our wine tour which also was supposed to rain all day and then was beautiful and sunny all day I think it helped that we were on the same page but also we're so similar that we could also like remind the other person like it's cool we can relax like not that we were worked up but if I was annoyed by something you know we would like have a little chat about it and a laugh about it and you got it you were never like don't ever react and same went both ways like that made it better because you felt like it felt like if I went away and was treating myself but I had my best friend there and you're just like me in another body (laughs) Yeah, we just kind of ping pong off each other really well. And I can't remember if I've ever done this, but I I certainly haven't done it for a long time, if so. But Walnut, Kate and I's human design charts, I would bet a lot of, I place all my bets on the fact that we kind of align each other's, um, Mm. what's it called? You know, like everything where I have open, you have defined. And like, so when we are together, um, we just cultivate this really good like flow we're superhuman for each other yeah like we're just so funny and walnut was so funny when we were in line at the um at the pop-up dress shop that just so happened to be there um we were just chatting as we do like you hear us on 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 these episodes and I was like oh my god I feel like I'm on Gilmore Girls right now. I feel like yeah. we are Gilmore Girls. And like we were being main characters of our own movies. Like everyone Absolutely. was just like sub, <laughs> sub plot. <laughs> like just not. Absolutely. <laughs> and and we loved that. And that was the thing. It was just like, it was just fun and and relaxing. And I think we like, what's funny is if, if like I feel like some of the interpretations from some people as a trip is like you're not making the most of it and it's like depends what you want to make the most of because mm. actually making the most of you and I spending time together we absolutely made the most of that in fact most of the stuff we did was us too you know we did a wine tour with people but which was great but then we'd go off and do our little photo shoot moments like no shame yeah did not care we're being extra no and then the next day we did our own sort of hop around and it was just it was it was just joyful it was joyful it was real easy it was relaxed and like 
like each person would take the reins like you'd book to dinner you book two dinners the first before we went away was unbelievable um and then like sometimes i'd be like i'll book the taxis or or i'll pay for this you pay for that it was just very easy yeah and you don't often you don't often get that one where it's just that yeah easy communication easy relationships um Mm. and i was thinking of I've gone off on a tangent now, but I was thinking of of this between you and I, where it's like our communication together is actually spot on. And that that is what helps us embrace the being extra. Because, you know, moments like that where you're sat with a group and, and we kind of just went, hey, should we just go over there and yeah. put the phone on a timer and take a photo in front of everyone and just pose? Um, you know, there's not a lot of people that I could really do that with. And I was thinking about it today. You know, I, I even have like good friends to this day where my communication with them is not, you know, I still have that like bully demon in my head, like, oh, are they mad at me? Or oh, I mm. better not say it in this way because they'll upset me. Whereas when when you and I kind of speak, it's just like it's automatically translated sort of thing. You know, like how sometimes I don't get my words right or whatever, and you know what I mean. You have that like um that LAS translation and then and vice versa that um I think is really really special well it's the the art of listening isn't it that you talk about and that active listening and it's sort of like it's not necessarily with the words I can hear the words but it's about the meaning behind them and it means being able to communicate well but also having that person receive so it's hard to communicate well if you're not sure or you're worried about the person who's gonna have to receive it so like for me, I, I had a great moment of that where we were at a vineyard and we'd booked somewhere to go next, but our flight was sort of, it was an awkward time. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, I'm going to get anxious, even though it was like the tiniest airport, whatever. And I was like, we could try, but I won't enjoy it because I'll be worried about the time. And so we're kind of umming and eyeing. And then I just said, I was like, I'll be anxious. And you went, okay. And yeah. that was it. Just like I just had to use my words and know that you weren't going to be like, get over it, Kate. You'd just be like, no, I'd rather that we end the trip. Like, And I was like, why don't we just get another glass of wine and just sit here and relax. And then we go to the airport. We'll be a bit early, but like, I'd rather that. And you were like, totally fine. You know, that's great. And, you know, other people might be like, don't be so silly. And it would get me really, I would get really fretty about that. And I've missed yeah. a few flights. So I have good reason to be like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, so I thought that was really important is being able to voice it, not expecting you to read my mind, but knowing if I told you, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't diminish me, you know, you wouldn't um, put me down or, or kind of wave it off as like it didn't matter. Um, Yeah. And I I was thinking about that tangent for me, but like, I don't know how we cultivated that kind of communication before we'd really even considered how rare that was like from quite a young point in our lives um it it must be why we're so close I would say but I was it wasn't something that I necessarily noticed in the growing of our friendship that we did but Mm. clearly do and it's super good and healthy and it's the way I tend to approach friendships now I've got great friendships from adulthood which start at that really good square one if that makes sense yeah yeah, um, I was thinking about that too, because it was like, when we kind of met, I sort of had all these, I had different different friends for different things or different themes, right? And you were kind of like my my everything friend, like we could have a little like boozy night, but then we could talk really intellectually. And I think that's what I maybe appreciated more because I had a lot of that like, you know, party party kind of 
going on we were young of course but like I think we also had those um conversations with with a bit of depth and maybe it just kind of just being able to have those conversations even though they were about like film essays or something we were able to sort of build that trust that I don't know like for me potentially it's like you trust I trust that you know that I actually am an intelligent person (laughs) one of my myself stories is that you know I'm just like a silly bubbly banana but I have no depth you know and you I feel like I always felt that safety in our chats especially the not higher level but that that kind of deeper level well, I just, well, you're talking, I just thought, I was like, that's what we did, whether we realized or not, we didn't put each other in a box. It wasn't like, oh, I've met this girl, Lara, and she's my film friend, or she's a partier, but I'm not like that, or, oh, she's the bubbly one and I'm not, or you've made me just a film friend. For whatever reason, neither of us put each other in a box, which meant you can, we've talked about this, but like, you could be both, right? And um, And I've always felt, I mean, I probably felt like that too. I was either more studious or more you know nerdy or intellectual with certain people not that many which is why university can be an absolute blessing um because you actually get to do that and people aren't just like nerd the whole time um but also that doesn't mean I can't go out and have a fun time right um so I think that's just what's interesting is like us not putting each other in this box like you I have to label you as this thing or that friend it was more like we could be every you know and not not everyone could be everything for everyone obviously but we're pretty fucking close (laughs) yeah we're like there we almost make this one like yeah like you say superhuman relationship it is pretty pretty outstanding (laughs) yeah and uh, yeah I think that's what's really cool and um and yeah and the trip I mean it's just been such a long time coming and if in the moment too like I'm so glad we soaked it up because now it's like in the bloody past and that's really hard but like we'll always have it you know what I mean I felt like that about all our trips is like um again another tangent but that they say the key to happiness tends to be doing having experiences that make memories because memories never get rusty they never break you never have to like replace them you might forget them but like you know doing experiences that stick in your memory and you take photos of and stuff it's always going to be shiny and new and um and that's you know so so special to have all these happy memories with you I love that back at your baby and I think I think that's what I've really kind of tried to lean into lately or in you know in in the walnut saga of my life where um I although I haven't done that like we said the photo shoot thing before and really just like relaxed I haven't forced my not forced myself to relax but just been like okay nothing on let's just go have a spa try swim in the pool again you know like and just chill and not time ourselves and not need to be anywhere um where I don't feel that embarrassment to take photos or that I'm being annoying for taking photos because when now when I look back at them I'm like I was fully 100% sure that that's what I wanted to do and that's who I wanted to be in that moment you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah definitely because I find that with some people as well like especially I don't know with the photo taking it I kind of feel like talking about this a little bit but I'm not sure what I want to say where it's like it's too many photos. It's like just, okay, let's now we're just like 
posing for so long but I think how we were doing it was just like bing 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 and it wasn't intrusive to the moment I think agreed and I, I mean one thing I think that helps with that is sometimes like you're not as happy in the moment if it's like oh let's take another one because I look like this and I know lots of people you know it's it, you want to look nice in your photos totally get it me personally I look nicer or I feel better in my photos when I'm in the moment and happy and once you start taking another and another because it's not good enough I can't freaking smile anymore so like <laughs> I don't really care how I look in pictures which meant every photo was just fun if that makes sense and it didn't yeah. take away it was part of the moment rather than like you say when you start curating the moment to make it look perfect mm -hmm. or do it again and again and again it sort of like takes you further and further and further out of the present it's then we're only doing this thing which is getting a photo that looks perfect rather than just enjoying the perfection that is in yeah. the moment yeah um I mean yeah just I love our photos I think they're so funny um and and we look great because we're freaking happy um yeah. so yeah but no it's it's really special and I, I travel a lot on my own um I've got good friends I can travel with but I do like traveling my own because I do like I have gotten very good at relaxing and choosing myself and that kind of thing. So it's yeah. nice to have that experience with someone else as well. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, Kate, about um, intentional relaxing and, and putting yourself first? Because I feel like that is actually quite a difficult, I know we've talked to it on many, many episodes, but like from from where you're sitting now, um, choosing that active, not active relaxing, that's the wrong term, but picking you and being like this is what I want to do mm. I feel like that would feel so um liberation yeah totally yeah and it's funny because like sometimes I don't necessarily know what I need in the moment either so like I I mean I don't have a partner so it makes it to travel alone a lot easier and sometimes a necessity if I want to go away I'll go away um and being alone gives you a different experience anyway, because there's no one to consult, right? But personality wise, I'm still someone who wants to make the most of everything, you know, in quotes, make the most of it. And in my brain or the way I've been programmed is that means seeing the museums or going on the boat tour or making sure you're like at a different restaurant every night and like, you might not come back, you know, what if you haven't seen as much as you could possibly yeah. see? And so probably the first time I really like adjusted that mindset was I went to Malta by myself and it was not long, like it was sort of COVID-ish, but like out of it. So you could still travel. And um, so I hadn't been awake for a bloody long time. So I thought, when am I in Malta? I really should go and do this and do that. And I did do things and I did them on my own time. But I remember the last full day I had, I'd booked like this little boat tour thing and it meant I'd have to have gotten a taxi or something to a certain place by a certain time to get the boat and then do the thing. And I woke up in the morning. I just thought, I don't want to, I, I know it's a once in a lifetime, but I thought, do you know what else I never get to do? Sit by a pool all day in the sun and do nothing and have my book and have a margarita. And, mm. and I was like, yeah. And so I just was like, you know, you wouldn't approve, but I didn't even tell them. I just didn't turn up. And <laughs> I know. And, uh, and I just, the pool was part of the hotel. And I just was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have lunch by the pool because it was all all pool service. And I thought, treat myself. I did the sightseeing. I went to, you know, the, I did the things. I did some of the things, but I didn't have to do all of the things. And I thought 
and that was really good for me. Basically, that was a very rambly way of saying that was very good for me because you don't have to, sometimes doing nothing is, is the like thing you need. Like, okay, you might be in another country or a different part of the country or whatever. And I'm not someone who would ever do, or maybe I would now, but I've never done like a five day beach thing where I, the plan is nothing for five mm. days. I've never done that. So being able to do it just for one day made me think that's not a waste. I used to think of it as a waste, I guess. So it's yeah. very personal to me, but I think no, a lot of people feel like really that. Re- yeah, I think yeah. it's really relevant to lots how lots of walnuts would would feel, um, myself included. Um, on that, Kate, since you've been back, it just made me sort of think, how do you how are you doing that with you know you live abroad you come home you've got this set amount of time it's kind of similar right and I know that there are a lot of walnuts who don't necessarily like live in their hometown and they come and visit and then it's like a big whirlwind and then it's gone um Mm. how are you like reflecting that in in this trip particularly like with rest days and um making sure you see the people and going on on trips with you truly and I know we're trying to even trying to squish in one more (laughs) one more little snuggle in person but how are you managing that kind of like ability to actually just be able to chill out at home too right this is your other home yeah and I think like again when I finally was getting my headspace into my New Zealand trip and it's been so long which adds a lot of um stakes almost as well like gosh it's been three years you really need to see everyone and I I literally like my way my brain works I made a list I put all the dates down on a list and like I put it in mom and dad want to do a little thing away and I put that in there and mom and dad have a party so that's in there already the screening came up that was in there our trip and I was like all right those are things that are in locked in and then I made a list of the people I want to see that I want to make sure I spent like a decent amount of time with whether it was like having one-on-one for a day or whether it was like making sure I had a meal with them or whatever it was and um and just slowly but surely started just filling in the gaps but like I did realize I also planned to have over a month just over a month here that that meant I don't have to do something every day so sometimes it would be like right I'm going to see three people in this day and that's awesome And I'm going to do nothing the next day and feel fine about it. Like I've got my parents' house. The other thing, which is sometimes a bit harder, is um, people will make the effort for you if if they care enough, right? So if they don't, you don't have to bend over backwards and, and keep kind of working out or changing plans or, you know, rescheduling to make sure you see that person. Some people I messaged and I was like, I'm going to be around this time. And I never heard back. And I thought mm, I could follow up, but also maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will. And no, and I don't have any ill will towards them, but it's like, well, I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're busy, but also like there are people who really want to see me and I will see them multiple times. And I might see someone zero times because some people make more of an effort. I'll give as much as I get. Sometimes you got to yeah. make more effort because of circumstances and that's fine, but you know, um, I don't, I don't sweat it too much. I'm like, yeah, you got to take, take the experience and the kind of time you've got as a gift that you give to other people, but you also need to give it back to yourself a little bit. That's a very long answer. (laughs) No, that was great. Sorry. Um, it's extremely windy here. I hope you can't hear that. 
oh yes coming back to a place and and being able to relax and kind of giving giving what you get and I feel like that to get to that sort of level I'm not sure now where I'm starting to decide maybe it's that like coming of age thing like come heading towards that mid-30s mark or if it's um like if it's like a testament to walnutting or if it's both but I feel like to get to this kind of area I I keep coming to little situations where I'm looking back and going oh my god I would have never behaved that way before and I keep like celebrating those those little moments and I think um to to be able to say oh I don't sweat it because you put yourself first you put yourself and your time first um I I feel like that's a walnutting I feel like that's brave to be in a spot like that do you agree I do. I think I, I even to the point where sometimes what I notice a lot of people do is they'll prioritize the people that are sort of barking out the loudest, you know, like, well, you they'll want to see you again. And I'm like, well, so would everyone. I can't see everyone two or three times. So I won't apologize if I don't make the effort to see them a third time. Again, just because I can doesn't mean I should. Mm. Um, and and I, I do think that's something and I try not to make that anyway it's never malicious but I try not to be selfish like sometimes I'm like oh I would just like to relax today but it's easy enough to meet someone for lunch and like I know it would mean a lot to them absolutely you know I'm not completely um just about putting myself first always like there is a balance between duty and doing the right thing and being a martyr and never choosing yourself Mm -hmm. and I think I'm working that line out and I think that's age generation and like the friends that I've surrounded myself with yeah and and the practicing of the walnutting were you just making those conscious decisions like oh that person doesn't make me feel good I might just go in this direction instead and just not have to have a big catastrophic like climax of breaking up with your friends but actually just it is what it is letting it go you don't get a reply that's okay that's Isn't that. it bizarre? Isn't it yeah. bizarre how like it can just be like that? Um, oh, it's just it's a really weird place to kind of be like to be sitting in because I find myself all the time like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, you yeah. don't care? Whoa, that doesn't make you mad or sad or excited or you just feel nothing? Like it's really strange. <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing. It's the beauty of it. It's not even resentful. I'm not yeah. even resentful. I'm just like, that's okay. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they would have loved to see me, but they have something going on. Far be it for me to assume that I'm the center of the world. When we're together, obviously we're the center of the world. We know that, but like, you know, it's sometimes it's just not personal either, you know, and and that's a good thing when you've got a bit of a healthy perspective on, on you and you don't have to worry, like you say, do they hate me? Do they think I said something wrong? Sometimes it's like, probably not even about me. Oh gosh, I was thinking about this on the drive home when I was thinking about like what I wanted to talk to you about as well is like I was thinking about my previous job in sales and mm. the the self-worth I had back then and how much I compared myself to like the really good salespeople. And I was always like, oh, they're just they're just a different type of person to me. But I was reflecting that actually if I had could go back into that set. This is because uh, Geordie bought me a scone to work today from my favorite cafe from where I used to work. So I was thinking all about that time. (laughs) 
Oh, it was such a good scone. Best scones ever. Black coffee <laughs> new walnut. Black coffee Newtown. Cheese scone. Get one. Um, but I was thinking if I could go back into that role, not that I would, it's I, you know, I know now it's not really for me, but with the self-worth and that like the the confidence that I have in myself and my choices and in what I choose to do and say, um, maybe I could be a better salesperson than I was back then. It came down so much to my worthiness. And yeah, yeah, in that comparison to the people who were so good, um, I kind of was thinking that it was actually because they just had a bit of self-confidence. They were yeah. just confident in this, in themselves, in their voice, and in, in how they wrote their emails, how they talked to customers. Um, they backed themselves, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And and I always took those things to heart. And I remember having like those heavy conversations with leaders, um, in one on ones and things. And I used to get so upset because I felt like it was an attack on my person, but it mm-hmm. was never personal at all. Um, and yeah, I found that extremely profound to be like wow I actually feel like I have come a long way due to age and and walnutting and doing this little like self-reflection self-reflective journey and just yeah not really not even necessarily putting myself first but just like thinking about how I actually feel about stuff (laughs) and giving myself that time to just feel and think yeah absolutely pretty crazy pretty crazy this whole growing up thing um but Kate before we wrap up I I do want to really quickly touch on um the your your film screening because first of all um it's something that we've talked about on most of the episodes since you've kind of been working on it so um I'd love to know how you feel now that your screening's been and gone we don't need to get into you know too much detail of how it came about and things but um, I also really want to um celebrate myself because there was a Q&A at the end, Walnut, and um I could feel my palms getting all sweaty and my voice went all clammy and I was like, I just want to contribute. <laughs> I just want to contribute in full support. So I asked a question in front of everyone. It was really scary. But Kate, for you, my God, I mean, I know that I like broadcast myself all over the internet and everything, but like sitting there in a, in a theatre, on the other end, down by the screen, looking up at everybody, looking at you and answering questions the way you did, like a boss bish, like, tell me, like, were you afraid? Were you nervous? Because you just sat there like you were like, you'd been doing this for thousands of years, just completely comfortable. Oh, wow. That's so cool that that's how it came across. I actually wasn't very nervous. Now, let me remind you, I'd had a few wines and espresso martinis, which (laughs) certainly helped. But I think, um, I think the thing that really did it, I mean, there's a couple of factors. One, everyone in the room are people that I know and love and are there literally to support me. So that helps. Um, When there's a lot of strangers or film you know people from the film industry and you know that they're going to look at it through a different lens that probably would have made me more nervous so there was that but I think the main thing really was I was really proud of the film like it was a real slog and I went through a lot of ups and downs and but I'd watched it I kind of practiced watching it with the odd person like I'd shown my parents beforehand because I didn't want their even though they would enjoyed it on the big screen I kind of knew it'd be overwhelming if I didn't know what my parents saw first you know and so being able to see other people see it and watch it for myself and like not focus on 
flaws or things I could have done better. In fact, being pleasantly surprised that even if I was trying to focus on that, I wouldn't find that many because I'm pretty, I'm really happy with how it came together finally and turned out. I think that's what made it easier was that I wasn't sitting there going, is someone going to ask about like a sound glitch? Cause I wasn't like, there's a sound glitch. There wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, and not that anyone would ask me that anyway, but I wasn't even like getting in my head about that. Um, and I, yeah, so I, I, I did feel pretty comfortable, um, which is actually a really cool achievement because I didn't have to kind of fake it till I make it, which I've done. Mm. Um, it was, I felt very, um, I felt very, I don't know, at peace, whatever. But yeah, just, just happy. It went well oh. and just happy with the reception and the questions that were asked were great questions. And um, yeah, I felt very um, seen as well. You know, a lot of the people, I've never done a screening in New Zealand. A lot of the people hadn't seen my work and I felt like that was a piece to be proud of that I could show people as well. And that that was a good feeling to just actually feel good about my work and my talent, which sounds weird to say, but my skill set, you know, I, I have worked on it, you know? Yeah. And oh my God, it, it, it was so, so good. And I remember driving home. Um, I, I had really bad anxiety actually, but I, I did put it down to, um, our friend Alex Walnut pointed out like, oh, maybe you made those espresso martinis, you know, and then I had an iced coffee cause I was driving at 4 PM. Yeah. So maybe I was just having palpitations. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember driving home and just having, I had tears in my eyes because I just felt so, um, it was just such a cool experience that another one of those little memory book ones, like I remember, I loved how um, you came and sat by me. I wasn't expecting that, but I like loved it. It was my favorite, but there were just little moments where we like Walnut Kate and I like held hands and like, I was just like doing little like hand signals and I had like little tear and, you know, I was just so proud of, of the work that you had put in and that you had created on the on the screen with with help and everything like that but I just felt like so yeah so proud of my friend and I think it was like kind of like I don't know parents seeing seeing their kid graduate or something like that it was just an overwhelming emotional feeling and it was so cool oh I'm getting a bit choked up now because it was just thank you so proud of you Um, thank you thank you it was really special I mean, that's the word. It was just so special. And big thanks to Michelle, who is in the documentary and the partner throughout this whole thing, who actually organized the screening as a gift to me, which was also an incredible um, thing to be gifted, you know, and the flowers you got me, of course. Oh, yes. No, Um. I, I loved I loved that it was kind of just like a big showcase of of all things you of all of your little peacock self so you could just like flaunt your feathers and be like hello it's me but you didn't it was just so tasteful <laughs> everything was just <laughs> you know it wasn't there was weren't any cringy bits of anything to do with it it was just like oh I'm receiving I'm basking I'm in this moment and um it was just so lovely and I'm I feel really fortunate that um I got to like be a part of it but will, will the walnuts be able to how is there still stuff going on with it is the is the fundraising page still open or um 
Gosh, that's a good point. I probably should close that. Um, that is still going, but we don't don't worry about that part. It basically, it's now gone into the festival circuit. So that means it will be for a little bit. Um, yeah, in festivals, which means uh, whether it's selected or screened at various festivals, who knows if there's any in New Zealand, I'll let you guys know if we get into one and then you can go to that festival and have a look amongst all the other talented films that would be out there. Um, but once that circuit's done, then we'll be able to put it somewhere, YouTube or Vimeo or something, and it'll be yeah. like for public consumption. And I'll obviously, yeah, let you know, we can post the link places, but that's probably a little ways away. Um, it's all, it's quite a process. It's quite a process, but yeah, very excited to be in this part of it. Awesome. Yay. Awesome. That's really great. So yeah, we'll, not, we'll keep you posted. We'll probably have another podcast recording. Um, you know, before that time anyway, but as always, Kate's just a walnut tree click away if you want to contact her <laughs> or on the social medias at Miss Kay Bromley. There's a lot of pictures of her and I at present, which I'm loving. Me too. I'm loving. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. They're just great photos. I want more. I want to take more. I look at them all the time. Um, Again, I will just roll with this feeling and ask you, what does being a walnut mean to you from masterton new zealand right now <laughs> yeah that's good it's so hard because i know i've answered this a lot and i'm like what would be applying to this one um but yeah i think sometimes being a walnut means basking that was our little our little theme and to be brave you know which obviously being a walnut means being brave and sometimes being brave is like putting yourself first, not worrying what anyone else thinks, because most of the time no one's thinking about you anyway, and taking the picture or going on the trip with a friend and just not doing the most, just doing what you want. Mm, I love that. Not doing the most, just doing what you want. Mm. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. So good. Thank you so much. Um, Walnut, if you enjoyed this episode, take a little screenshot and share on your social medias. Let us know what you think. Obviously, you can contact us in the Walnut Tree um, and connect with Kate on, on her social media as well if you want to follow what she's been up to. But um, Kate, another another episode bites the dust. I mean, what is this? Like, I love oh. us. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I love that so much. Thank you so much for um being on on Walnut Wednesday on this episode on all your efforts for um you know our holiday and for being my friend and I just um I never want to stop talking to you. I'm getting all emotional because I feel like it's like the cut, but it's not. But um I just fucking I love you so much and I so appreciate it and I love how we talk. I love everything about us. So you're just so special to me. So thank you. You are so special to me too. And like so many people, you know, it's been like, oh, it's been so long and it's been the same amount of time for us, but it doesn't feel like it because we talk all the time yeah. and we're just, we're just the best. And I love us. <laughs> I love us. I love us. And Walnut, I love you. So have a happy, happy Walnut Wednesday. And I will talk to you next week. And Kate, I will hopefully see you very, very soon. And I love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you.